Hello and welcome back to another episode of Keep Going Growing with me, Neve Stone. It's great to have you listening and thanks for tuning in. I hope you're having a good day. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a girly chat, so if there are any boys listening then you're very welcome, but you may not be able to relate to everything I'm going to talk about today. So I know that for some girls, they may not have an older woman in their life to discuss certain things with, or perhaps they do, but they don't feel comfortable speaking to them about things. So I hope that this episode is helpful and a comfort to you. The plan is for me to talk about body image, shaving, periods, and most importantly, loving yourself just as you are. I hope this is helpful and feel free to message me with any questions or if you want to chat. You can find me over on the Instagram at keepgng underscore podcast. There shouldn't be any taboos when talking about these things. There's no need to feel embarrassed. This stuff is normal and actually not as daunting as it may seem. So this week's quote. How you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. It's important to know your self-worth. I'm going to be talking about body image and similar themes today as part of this chat. And I want to emphasise the point that you are enough and you are valuable and important and deserve to be treated well and respected. You have to recognise your worth and learn to be happy and comfortable with yourself. And this will be an example for how you expect to be loved and treated by others. Self-love and self-worth and appreciation is so important. And this, of course... It's not just for girls, but I thought this quote fits well with the overall episode theme. When you know your self-value, you won't let yourself be mistreated by others and therefore become unhappy, because you'll recognise when something isn't working for you and you will end it. I'm going to repeat it throughout the episode, but you are perfect as you are and you are enough and you need to find others who appreciate you rather than feeling that you need to change. The first step is to accept yourself just as you are. Not yourself if you achieve a certain goal or yourself if you lose weight, but as you are in this moment. So book update. Um, Not much to update. I'm still reading How to Save the World for Free by Natalie Fee. It's literally life changing this book. I can't really say that I'm enjoying it because it's like a difficult read and it's really challenging. Um, it makes you kind of question all your life decisions and everything you've been doing but in a good way because obviously it's encouraging you to make good changes Um, I've already you know it's already encouraged me to make a few changes such as I'm trying to cut out dairy completely anything with cow's milk and that's been going well another thing I'm doing is I'm going to switch to an eco-friendly menstrual cup so it's reusable it's much better for your body and for the environment and I'll get into it later but I have actually linked the one that I have in the episode description if you are interested but yeah just because there's so much wastage that comes with periods and I don't like that so that's another switch that I'm making it's all things that I already knew about but now it's really encouraged me to actually make these switches and changes Another thing, of course, is cutting down on meat. That's something I've really been trying to do. Just trying to slowly stop eating meat completely. But I've already stopped eating red meat. I just, I don't really eat red meat anyway. And now I'm just trying to cut out everything else. All other meat-based things and meat in general. But it's definitely a process and it can't happen overnight. But I feel that it's going well. 
Um, I'm also trying to buy like organic vegetables as this is so much better for, again, our bodies and the environment. I'm also trying to buy products with less plastic packaging, which is really hard because honestly, everything is packaged in plastic. It's really, really difficult. And yeah, I've just been learning so much from this book and I still have so much more to learn and there's so many changes that I need to make. And it's definitely a journey and a process, but this book literally is changing my life. And yeah, it's kind of hard to read all the statistics and facts and figures, but it's definitely encouraging me to change and actually like pushing me to do it because I've always known all these things, but I don't know, I guess I just thought, oh, well, I don't know how to do this, but actually this book is like, no, you need to do it and you need to do it now. And yeah, uh, it's definitely motivating me to be more environmentally friendly and to reduce my carbon footprint. So yeah, life update. Again, there's not really much to update. Um, I've just been at work and I've been really enjoying it there. I said last week, I've got a full-time job now and I work in a cafe and I'm really, I really like it there um obviously it takes up a lot of my time <laughs> so yeah I haven't been doing a huge amount else other than I guess the podcast and it is actually when you're listening to this it will have been the bank holiday weekend but I'm recording this on a Sunday and so the bank holiday Monday hasn't happened yet and so yeah tomorrow I have plans to see some of my family and that's really nice because I haven't seen them in a while so that'll be nice and we're having a barbecue and stuff I hope the weather holds up <laughs> Yeah, um, I've just been doing a bit more cooking as well. That's been nice. And just, yeah, I baked some brownies as well. But yeah, I haven't been up to a huge amount. Just, yeah, I tried cycling to work yesterday for the first time. That was really nice because, again, I don't really want to be driving every day. And yeah, so I tried cycling to work because it's not too far from where I live. And yeah, that went really well. Although it was like really tiring at the end of the day when I went to cycle home, I was like, oh, but I'm going to be trying to cycle to work more, especially on the days when I start a bit later. So, yeah. Let's just get into it, the main part. So I think I'm going to start off by talking about shaving and waxing and kind of hair removal I didn't really know where to start but let's let's just go for it um so (laughs) the thing is there's a lot of judgment around hair removal and I remember when I was younger it was always this thing like oh my gosh you started shaving your legs like oh my goodness like why are you doing that like I just remember all this judgment and I first got my legs waxed I think my armpits waxed when I was 12 um (laughs) I was going on holiday and it was like a school trip and we were going to be spending a lot of time in shorts and stuff and yeah so I was like yeah I want to get my legs waxed and I remember getting a lot of judgment for that even though it was a personal decision that I made (laughs) but anyway I just know there can be a lot of judgment surrounding hair removal and when you start doing it or how often you do it or whether or not you do it at all and yeah there's a lot of judgment (laughs) and it can be hard to navigate what to actually do but the thing is your body hair doesn't actually affect anyone else and so it's not their choice when or if you shave or wax or whatever you do 
I know some of my friends have like epilators, I think they're called, which, yeah, I personally choose the pain-free option, which is shaving. Well, as pain-free as possible. But yeah, (laughs) I only go for waxing if I'm going on holiday or something. But yeah, in general, I like to shave. And yeah, there's this societal pressure to be hairless. And like for women, it's like, yeah, women should not have any body hair anywhere and all of this stuff but honestly it should just be personal preference and it is up to you what you do with your body hair and don't let the societal pressure sort of influence you I know it can be really hard and yeah but honestly at the end of the day it's your body and it's your body hair and it just doesn't have any effect on anyone else so really no one should be telling you what you do with it And some people like shaving or waxing or whatever and like being sort of more hairless and that's what they prefer. However, other people don't and they shouldn't feel the need to remove any of their body hair if they don't if they don't feel that that's what they want to do. But yeah, there definitely should be no judgment around it. I always just think it's so stupid because it just doesn't affect anyone else. And yeah, it's not unhygienic or anything like that to do it either way. So I just don't know why there's judgment around it. But there definitely is a societal pressure on women to shave or wax or whatever. We cannot deny that. But I'm just saying, just remember that it's your personal choice, your decision. So do what makes you most comfortable and happy. Don't feel that you need to do it. Because when I was younger, you know, I guess I felt that if I was going out with my friends, that I needed to shave my legs or whatever. And if I went out and if I went out and I hadn't shaved my legs, it was like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to see. Nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. And if they do, again, like, well, it just doesn't really matter, does it? And why would they care about your leg hair? It just doesn't matter. It's kind of weird if they do care. (laughs) So just don't sweat it. That's going to be a theme here. Just don't sweat it. Don't overthink it. It's your decision. The next thing I wanted to talk about was like, bras and boobs and all of that stuff there's like not a lot of information out there I feel like I remember when you know I was going through puberty and I was like right I need to get a bra I have no idea how to do that I don't know where to go like how do I know what size I am and yeah my my sort of advice would be get measured don't guess (laughs) um bras can be expensive so you don't want to be like guessing and then getting the wrong thing and A lot of places don't let you actually return bras because they're obviously underwear. So yeah, go and get measured. M&S measure. Obviously, this is if you're in the UK. I don't know about other places, but in the UK, you can go to M&S. They they will measure you. Um, I've heard Primark do it, but I don't. I've never tried that personally. John Lewis also do it. Um, So yeah, John Lewis and M&S. They are the places I'd recommend. But I'm sure that loads of other places do it. To be honest. But I do recommend like also getting measured every few years or if you've lost weight or gained weight or, you know, there's been some kind of change and you think maybe you're wearing the wrong bra size or if you're having pain. But I think that, yeah, make sure you're wearing the right size because wearing the wrong size can actually lead to, you know, like back pain and just you can have your bra digging into you, which just is not fun. And yeah, you don't want to be wearing the wrong size. So, yeah, I would just get... I would get measured every few years and yeah 
And then on to sort of like, I guess, boob size. And again, I feel like there's another societal pressure to be like having big boobs and stuff. And honestly, it's just not something to worry about. Like, it's something that we can't control. (laughs) If you can't control it, then just don't worry about it because there's nothing we can do about it. And I know that there's the whole thing with like push-up bras and that's seen as like the ideal thing, having big boobs. But there is no ideal body type. And I'll get into this later when I talk more about sort of body image and such. But honestly, just don't let it define you. Don't let it have an impact on how you view yourself or your confidence or anything like that because it just doesn't matter. And honestly, it changes throughout your life. And, you know, if you have weight loss, weight gain, your age if you end up getting pregnant one day you know all these all these different things that happen throughout life can have a impact on you know bra size boob size whatever yeah and also there's just no way to win like people are either self-conscious because their boobs are too small or they're self-conscious because their boobs are too big and yeah no one's ever happy and another thing is it's really normal for them to like not be symmetrical (laughs) I think that's another thing like Honestly, I just don't want anyone to be feeling self-conscious about their boobs because it is just not it is just not something to worry about. Please don't waste your time over it and don't let it affect your your self-confidence or anything like that because it's just not worth it and there's nothing you can do about it. Just embrace what you have and that is the best thing. That is the best thing when somebody is confident within themselves and not wishing for something else. And it can take a long time to sort of accept yourself. But honestly, it just doesn't make much of a difference what size your boobs are. Or, yeah, just doesn't make a difference. It's not worth upsetting yourself over. So the next thing is obviously a big thing for most women, but not everyone, but periods (laughs) um I feel like this topic is one that people get really uncomfortable with I personally don't mind talking about this I think I've always been brought up to just be very open about this kind of thing and yeah I definitely am probably too open about it and I probably should have a bit more of a filter when speaking about it but anyway I'm I mean there's so many you probably already know there's so many different types of period wear out there period products and um, I mean I'm finding about out about new ones all the time my friend was telling me that she wears period pants which I'd never heard of before but that sounds great environmentally friendly I love it um I said earlier I'm switching to a like an eco-friendly menstrual cup because I want to I want to as I say it's better for me better for the environment just a win-win to be honest um I've always used pads and I don't really know why that's just always what I've used and I feel like people do judge me for that because like tampons are definitely the most common form of like period product that people use I did a thing on the Instagram on the podcast Instagram at keep gng underscore podcast where I said like what 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 do you use (laughs) to my followers and the like majority said tampons and yeah I feel like that is the most common common thing but not everybody feels comfortable using those and yeah there's definitely no right product to be using it's whatever works for you 
And yeah, as I say, it can change throughout your life. A lot of people start off using pads and then maybe switch to tampons or, you know, there's no pressure to switch to tampons. You just do whatever works for you and whatever suits your lifestyle. If you're a swimmer or an athlete or something, then maybe tampons work better. But yeah, I never had that problem because (laughs) I don't really do sport. (laughs) But yeah, with periods, obviously... (laughs) We all know that they can be really difficult. And the thing is, it's a very personal experience. I know that some people experience really bad symptoms around their period and really bad pain. And, you know, some girls will be really sick and others will barely even notice it. And, yeah, we've got to try not to compare our experience to others because it can be completely different. But we, I think we can all agree that there is a lot of inconvenience and pain and <laughs> and such that comes with periods. I mean, personally, I experience like really horrible headaches and back pain and just obviously, you know, sore stomach. And yeah, it can be hard to function and do like ordinary day-to-day things. And there's no sort of allowance, I guess, <laughs> in society for periods. Um you just are expected to go to school, go to work, whatever. And for a lot of people, that's fine and they can get on with it. But a lot of women, I think, really struggle around that time. And a lot of people can't get out of bed or they're just really tired or low or, you know, there can be so many impacts on you and your mental health, your physical health and just, yeah, while you're on your period. And it happens every month. (laughs) So yeah, but if you're someone who's just started having periods and you're finding it very stressful and overwhelming every time, it does get easier with practice and time and it will become much less of a big deal and it will all be fine and you'll find ways to manage it and you'll get more used to it. They're not as big of a deal as everybody thinks. I remember like at school when people were starting their periods and it was such a big thing and it's like, have you started yours and all of this stuff? And oh, <laughs> I just don't know why. Because again, it's such a personal thing. But people seem to be very interested in each other. But I guess it's just because it's all new. But I think that then comes with a lot of sort of like, I wouldn't really call it confidence issues. But people become like self-conscious because it's, <laughs> as I say, it's personal. And some people will start very young, very early. And nobody else will have started yet. And they'll feel very self-conscious. And then there's other people that start really, well, I say late. You can't really start late. There's not really a perfect or ideal age, but they feel that they're starting late and that they're, you know, all their friends have started and they haven't. And it's just everybody's bodies mature at different rates and at different ages. And yeah, it's totally normal to not be the same as your friends. All bodies work differently. So it's not something to really be comparing with other people because their body is completely different to yours. And yeah, there's nothing to be embarrassed about having been very young or being older. And it just, it just doesn't matter. And yeah, it really doesn't make a difference to anybody else when you have your period. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's definitely a taboo around periods. And that's definitely, again, created by society. And I don't want to like be criticizing the society that we live in this whole episode, but I have a feeling that that's gonna gonna kind of be a theme, the societal pressure and such. And yeah, there's definitely like a taboo created by society, and 
it's always seen as something to be kept secret and discreet and you know don't talk about it keep it yourself um which I really hate because that just makes girls feel ashamed and embarrassed and that is not how they should be feeling about something so normal and natural and actually really important (laughs) to the survival of humanity but anyway I think that I want to remove this taboo and that's you know part of the reason why I'm talking about it today obviously I want to help you guys but also I just think it should be more talked about and not something that is shameful and yeah definitely not I'm very I mean I'm probably a bit extreme because I just have no embarrassment about it I just do not care and (laughs) Like, I'll just say to someone, like, oh, I'm just going to get my pad or whatever. I'm very, like, open about it. And someone will be like, oh, well, why did you take so long? We were waiting on you for ages. And I'll be like, oh, well, I was just, you know, changing my pad, whatever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm very, I'm very forward about it. I'm very open. I don't feel embarrassed about it, to be honest, because I just don't feel the need to. But I know that most people do. And people are always very shocked because, like I say, like, it's, the society we live in it's like no keep it quiet about your period don't talk about it you got to be discreet whereas I'm just walking around with like pads in my hand like yeah <laughs> that's that's fine like I'm but I'm going to I don't feel the need to hide this away I don't feel embarrassed about this so yeah <laughs> I think that it's important to not feel embarrassed because there's literally nothing shameful about it and it's all very natural and normal but yeah, I don't quite expect you to be as <laughs> as blasé about it as I am. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Another thing I wanted to talk about in terms of periods was how actually I don't feel like, well, a lot of people agreed with me because I did an Insta poll on the podcast Instagram where I asked, you know, I asked my followers, do you feel that we are taught well enough? Are we educated well on periods in school? and as part of our education, and 75% of the people who voted said no, they felt that, you know, we had not been taught well, and that was boys and girls who said that. Um, So I definitely don't think there's enough education at schools, and I think that's something that really needs to change, because that adds to the feeling of mystery and shamefulness, and yeah, periods are a mystery to most men, because they're not taught about it at school, a lot of the time in science or whatever girls are taught about it but boys aren't or you know boys are asked to leave the room or whatever but I always found that so weird because girls never had to leave the room when we were learning about boys puberty so just lots of problems there to be honest but let's not try and unpack that all right now but anyway (laughs) I think that because a lot of men are not very sure what's actually happening and it's a big mystery to them what's happening um you know to women they don't understand periods and that adds to the feeling as I say of women having to hide it away and feel shameful and you know men think it's gross and all of this stuff when it's it's not it's very natural but yeah I think it's because they're not educated well enough about it at school so they don't understand and therefore they sort of have these sort of this these connotations of mystery and yeah because they don't understand 
But I think also lots of girls don't understand what's happening like in their own body because we also aren't really taught properly what's happening, why it's happening and yeah, all the different ways to sort of cope with it. I don't think that that is well well taught either and I think that needs to change as well because yeah, as I've got older I've learned a lot more about it just from life experience and from talking to people that I never learnt at school so <laughs> again I think it's because it's like oh don't talk about it we learnt the very basics but not a lot of stuff about it so I think it just needs to be more normalised and if it was taught in school and everybody learnt about it I think it would become more normalised hopefully <laughs> But yeah, so now I'm going to get on to body image, which kind of encompasses like everything here already that I've spoken about. But I thought that I'd talk about this for a little while and I'll probably talk about this for the rest of the episode because honestly, it's just such a big theme. And I kind of I've kind of covered body image a little bit before, like in my recent episode called Growing Your Self-Confidence. I did talk a lot about body image in that, but I'm going to get a bit more into it now because I think it's just such a, a big thing and we all need to, it's something we all struggle with and we all need to work on. So yeah, let's let's just get into this. So I've said this before, but comparison is the thief of joy and this is heightened by social media and we are constantly seeing other people's bodies and comparing our bodies and this, this is really hard because you feel that, you know, one day you might be feeling really good about yourself and you're very happy with your body, but then you go on Instagram and you see some model or something or a celebrity who's photoshopped their picture. And yeah, that's another thing. Instagram isn't real. Photoshop does exist. And even if the picture is real, why why does it matter what their body looks like? It should not have any impact on how you feel about your body because your body is unique and special and beautiful in its own way. So yeah, um, comparison is the thief of joy and this can be really hard. I think it's the thing that most people struggle with in terms of body image and it's the comparison to, a, to, to other people on social media, to our friends and we're always taught to sort of envy other people's bodies and what they have and rather than just, rather than appreciating that actually they look like that but I look like this and I think that's what we've got to try and do and appreciate that other people look a certain way but that's not how we look and that is okay. So the thing is no one is happy with their body and again I've spoken about this before we're either self-conscious because of one thing or the other and nobody's ever happy. Everyone has a different ideal body type your ideal body type will not be the same as somebody else's. Somebody will have your ideal body type and they won't be happy with it. They will be searching for a different body type. They will be working towards a different body type and upsetting themselves over that and wanting that. And we're always working towards this sort of ideal body type, I guess, given to us again by society. But I just sound like a broken record at this point. But it is true. There's this ideal body type and it is so weird because it changes like in the 2000s for example it was like to be very skinny have no bum and 
just be very skinny, thigh gap, all of this kind of thing. Whereas in the sort of 2010s, it was, you want to be very curvy, but have a very sort of skinny waist and have a bigger bum, have bigger boobs, but still be skinny, a more hourglass figure. And it just, it does change. So it's just weird that we base it on a societal idea because it just changes between decades and such. It changes very quickly. Obviously, it also depends on what the celebrities, they have a huge impact on how we view body type and such. And the celebrities we have at the moment, a lot of them go for the more curvier body type. And then we automatically assume that that's the ideal body type to have. When actually that's that's not, there is no ideal body type. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, no one is happy with their body and everyone has a different ideal body type because there is no one ideal body type. It's personal to everybody, but you're never going to be happy. Even if you did have your ideal body type, you would still find a flaw in yourself because we are, we are our own biggest critics. So you would never be happy with your body, even if you had the body that you think that you really want now. But we're never satisfied with our own bodies and with anything that we do, really, because, like I said, we're, we're, we are our own worst critic and we always want to be skinnier or to have a bigger bum or to have smaller thighs or have bigger lips or whatever. I think the most important thing and the thing that has helped me the most personally, I don't know if it will help you, but this is definitely what's helped me, but try and view your body as something purely functional and be grateful for all the good things it does and just for the fact that it works and that you are healthy and I think this is the biggest thing for me and what has changed my mindset the most and I do still have bad days don't get me wrong I definitely have bad days where I'm not happy with my body however in general I just feel very at peace with my body and I'm so grateful and I feel so lucky that I wake up every day and my body functions and it works. And yeah, it just amazes me the things that bodies can do. Like when I burnt my hand recently, I poured a kettle on my hand and I burnt myself quite badly and I was in a lot of pain and I was just like, oh, this is going to take forever to heal. And my body healed so quickly and I was absolutely amazed. And we just take our bodies for granted, I think, and all the things that they do for us, that it it does for us. And our bodies are amazing. They allow us to do all the things that we want to do, to walk, to eat, to sleep, just all the basic things that we don't think about. And yeah, I'm just so thankful that I have a body that works. And that's that's for me the main thing that has really changed my mindset. I'm just so grateful for my body and the way that it works for me because I honestly that's what bodies are meant to do they're supposed to work and they are a functional thing that get you from A to B and that help you to do all the things that you need to do and we just spend all our time criticizing our bodies and that just makes me really sad and as I say I wake up every day and I'm so grateful for this body that works and that functions and that allows me to do and go do all the things I want to do to go all the places that I want to go and yeah it brings me so much joy to be honest and that's regardless of what it looks like I'm just so pleased that it works and yeah I'm so pleased to be healthy that is just the biggest thing for me and yeah 
very important to me and just so grateful for my body. But yeah, <laughs> I think another thing that I've struggled with is clothing. I think clothing can be a difficult thing because for me personally, a lot of things don't fit me and I have to buy a bigger size, especially with trousers. I have to buy a much bigger size than my sort of tops would be. And there's nothing wrong with having a big size. I just, it just disheartens me a little bit when my top half is one size, my bottom half, bottom half is another size. And that's just how my body is personally. But, and it's fine. And I need to embrace that and know that actually it's okay to buy that size, even if that's not the same size as your top half. But yeah, I think another thing I've struggled with is getting rid of clothes when they are too small. I hold on to things like, well, maybe it will fit me again one day. It's not going to. I think it's better just to part with things. And it can be hard when it's a clothing item that you really love. And I personally, I have I have this weird, like guilty thing about buying new clothes. And I just hate buying new clothes. And I just end up having nothing that fits me and then feeling upset because I don't have any nice clothes to wear. And yeah, I think that I need to personally, and I think a lot of us need to just be like, okay, I'm just going to buy a bigger size or whatever and just not hold on to that size that you used to be, but just buy a bigger size and then just recycle things that no longer fit. And I've spoken about, did a whole episode on clothing and how to be more environmentally friendly and sustainable with clothing. And yeah, so please do recycle your clothes if you are getting rid of them. But yeah, I think just don't hold on to things that no longer fit and don't be disheartened if you have to buy a bigger size. And yeah, it is something I really struggle with, but it's something that I think I'm going to be working on and trying to get better at because it just doesn't make you feel good when you <laughs> look in your wardrobe and you see clothes that no longer fit and it's just constantly reminding you. But yeah. Another thing is like natural weight gain as you get older is very normal. I gained most weight, most weight that I've ever sort of gained. I don't know how to describe it, but I gained weight between sort of the ages of 18 and 19. And I hadn't really previous to that ever really gained weight really through puberty. And then between the ages of 18 and 19, it was like suddenly I just completely changed size. And that was that's fine. I had to buy sort of all new clothes. And as I say, I still need to buy some more clothes because I don't have a huge amount that fits me anymore. But that is fine. But I, I've come to sort of terms with that now. But I remember when it was it first sort of happened, I just felt very disheartened by it. And I was like, well, my lifestyle hasn't changed. And I'm still eating the same and doing the same amount of exercise. What's going on? And it's just very natural to gain and lose weight as you get older and your body goes through different changes because I guess we think of like puberty and all those kind of things as sort of the early teenage years but actually that's not the case sort of our bodies change and grow and such throughout our lives and it goes on longer than just those sort of early teen years and yeah we're all still growing and changing and I think what we all need to work on is just being at peace with that and you know our body changes we just buy new clothes that fit and we recycle the old ones that no longer fit or we give them to a friend or whatever but yeah we're still growing and changing and that is okay and that means that our bodies will change 
just don't be disheartened by that you haven't done anything different you haven't done anything wrong it's just how your body is and it's good and it's natural and it's what's meant to happen your 16 year old body and your 20 year old body will look very different because you are two completely different ages and yeah (laughs) you're still going through puberty so yeah just try not to be disheartened by it I'm going to talk a little bit now about like stretch marks and stuff because this was something that was highly requested that I talk about over on the podcast Instagram and yeah I asked my followers what they wanted me to talk about and stretch marks was a big thing I think body image body image in general was like a highly requested thing but yeah stretch marks so again stretch marks like everything else is very normal and it actually doesn't just happen to girls but happens to boys too and I know lots of boys that have stretch marks and it's really normal and I think actually boys are more prone to getting them because a lot of boys will grow from being very sort of small and childlike suddenly becoming very tall and I think that's really hard and I know that a lot of boys that I'm friends with or that I know they do they do struggle with the fact that they have stretch marks and I think it needs to be normalized that both genders have stretch marks it's very normal there's nothing you can do about it it just is what happens and sometimes they fade over time sometimes they don't and that's okay and there's nothing weird about them they are just very natural and normal you can't do anything about them it's just a sign of growing (laughs) that's literally all it is and yeah they're not painful and yeah it's just not everybody gets them but I think a lot of people do and it's very normal and people feel this need to hide them or to be ashamed of them but you really don't need to it's not something to be ashamed of or hide they're so normal and it's just part of you and your body and if you didn't have them it wouldn't be your body you wouldn't look the way you do so they're just a part of you and just try to embrace them rather than hating them it's a miserable place to be in when you hate your body or hate parts of your body and it doesn't it doesn't get you anywhere and it's a really toxic mindset to be in so just try and embrace these things because you can't get rid of them and they are a part of you and your body it would not be your body if you didn't have those things and yeah exactly so another thing i want to talk about and something that again has really helped me personally is don't put your identity in how you look because you are so much more than that you are so much more than your body and how you look as you get older I think this gets easier because people care less what you look like and they care a lot more about you as a person I think this goes for friendships and relationships I think when people are younger relationships are very much based on how people look whereas as you get older I think relationships are much more based on you as an overall person and your looks obviously come into that but it's only a such a small part of who you are don't put all of your identity in how you look because it's just a small fraction of who you are I think that with relationships and stuff people love you for you and they're attracted to you as a person and if they are only concerned with what you look like then maybe that's a sign not to be with this person (laughs) maybe this is not a good person because they do not they do not care about anything other than how you look and that's not someone that you want to be pursuing and putting your time and energy into so another thing is I think we have to a huge part of this is learning not to judge others on their body and appearance because I think a lot of time we fall into that trap of judging others on how they look and then making a judgment about who they are as a person even though we don't know anything about them other than how they look 
and how we look it's not even something we can control most of the time we can obviously alter our appearance in certain ways but overall we cannot really change how we look or what our bodies look like so learn to get out of that toxic mindset where you're judging others because hopefully then you'll stop judging yourself get out of that judgmental mindset where you are just viewing things and your perspective is just how things look and how other people look how you look so yeah we spend a lot of time judging others as well as judging ourselves. I honestly think another thing is like don't waste time looking at yourself in the mirror when I was younger I literally just used to like sit in front of the mirror and like analyze myself whereas now I purposely don't let myself sort of hover in front of the mirror and look at myself for too long so I'm like what am I going to gain from that (laughs) what am I going to gain from that don't waste your time you're not going to gain anything from it I think it's such a blessing that we actually can't see ourselves all of the time unless obviously we look in a mirror or on our phone camera or whatever I think there's a reason we cannot see ourselves and it's just such a blessing because if we could see ourselves all the time it would be driving us crazy how do I look when I do this? How do I look when I do that? What are people going to think when I do this? Oh, that face when I cry is terrible or when I'm happy or I hate when I smile from that angle. I think it's a blessing that we cannot see ourselves. Um, I think it's it's that way for a reason. And I think we're not supposed to dwell on looking at ourselves from every angle and overanalyzing ourselves. I think that it's just not, we're not going to gain anything from it. <laughs> it's just going to make us miserable. Nothing changes the longer you look in the mirror. You just feel worse analysing every detail. Just smile at yourself and get on with what you were doing. Don't, Don't waste your time looking in the mirror for ages. Just get on with what you were doing because it's not going to make you feel any, any better seeing in front of that mirror. And yeah, it can be hard, but just have the discipline to just not do that try and find the discipline to just keep going with your day and not spend so much time looking at yourself and analysing yourself. I think that all of these things do get easier with age but I think all of us struggle with different elements and body image is just such a complex issue but like I said I think the main thing is be grateful for your body, view it as something that is functional don't compare your body to other people and don't put your identity purely in how you look. You are so much more than that. I think that's the main theme from the kind of body image thing and yeah, it can be hard. I mean, when I was younger, for example, I have a gap in my two front teeth and I always really struggled with that and I found that people could always be very judgmental about that and as I've got older no one mentions it anymore and I actually really like it now and it makes me unique and special so yeah I think that as you experience more things and meet more people and good people who really care about you I think this will get easier so this is something that you're really struggling with then it's going to be okay and it will get better it will get easier but I know that it can be difficult and that it can have a huge impact on our mental health how we feel about ourselves so I really hope that if this is something you're struggling with that this is helpful for you and that I've been able to help you 
through this episode and the whole theme of this episode is that everything is normal, everything is personal and just you do you. Sounds cringy but (laughs) yeah. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and for joining me and I hope this episode was helpful and comforting and just an open space where yeah you feel comfortable. For a lot of people this stuff can feel awkward or embarrassing to talk about but it really doesn't need to be. I hope you all have at least one person in your life who you can be honest and feel comfortable with and you can discuss these things. The Instagram poll I did said that 90% of the people who voted said they felt comfortable talking to their friends and family about periods and such. So that's great if that's you, but if not, then I hope I've helped. And if you ever want to chat to me about any of these things or anything else, you can reach me over on the podcast Instagram at keepgng underscore podcast. Please follow or subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review. It helps me a lot. Have a great day and I will see you next week with another episode. Bye.